There are books, lots of them in fact, but there is so much more to this place. Here you can play chess, watch a movie, read to an animal, use a computer, learn how to write software code, and receive help with homework. And of course, there's chair yoga. The place we're referring to is the Georgetown Public Library, and it's a gem situated in the middle of our county seat only a couple of blocks from the circle. It's also located less than two miles from three Indian River School District schools and offers students a variety of resources to help them thrive in the classroom. I'm Dave Mall, and welcome to the first in an occasional series highlighting our local public libraries. In a moment, I'll be joined by Rachel Culver, the director of the Georgetown Public Library. Rachel will fill us in on the programs and events offered by the library, along with the various resources that can be of assistance to IRSD students. This is the IRSD Spotlight. Tell me a little bit about the Georgetown Public Library. I understand you have about 45,000 visitors a year to, to the building. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, yeah, so we are, um, we're just really trying to get back into the swing of things since COVID. And we are seeing an uptick in, in patronage and, and use in the library. Um, we have programs pretty much, I think every single day, we have a different program, at least one that's offered from kids to adults, all kinds of things in between. And plus we just have, you know, thousands of books in the library and libraries in general are be going beyond books. So we just have so many resources and there's just something for everyone here, not only at the Georgetown Public Library, but all the libraries in Delaware. How long has the library been in its current location? Because the building I understand is relatively new. Yes, so it's been here since 2010. Before that, it was in the old Edward, well, it's what's now the Edward Jones building um, right down the road. So we went from a small little house to now an almost 30,000 square foot building. Yeah, I remember that little house. You guys were crammed yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> in general, Rachel, what can, what can the library offer to students in our school district of all ages? So the first thing would be a library card. Um, <laughs> and it might sound simple, but that library card can can give you access to, to so many things. Now you don't need a library card to come to our programs or events or anything like that, but I do just think it's great for students to have their you know first library card and be able to check out books and resources. And they can go to any library to get that. They will need a, um, you have to be 18 um, to get a library card on your own. So for any of your students, they'll just wanna bring their parent or guardian or caregiver to, uh, to sign them up for that card. Um, and then they can get access to all of our books. And the nice thing about Delaware is we're a shared library consortium. So if a student wants the latest dog man book or the latest bad kitty, and it, let's say ours are checked out here, well, we can put them on hold and get them from any library in the state of Delaware. And they'll get them sent right here to your local library and you can come pick them up. A lot of students use our library for um, and use their library card for schoolwork, actually. We have an, a lot of online resources. If they're doing research papers, we have 
we, they can get their required reading books here. So yeah, we just have something for everyone here that, that can help them with school, with, with education, but also recreation. Do you have computers right there in the in the building also that, that can be used by the public? Yes, we do. We have um, desktop computers that can be used with a library card. And that's really helpful, especially in Sussex County, you know, when, when Wi-Fi is a little spotty here and there. So it's great for people to be able to come use our computers. Um, we also have Chromebooks and hotspots that are available for checkout. Um, so pa- patrons can actually check those out and take them home. They're for a, just a week at a time. And there are, they're in high demand. And we have um, classes, actually, that we've started for teaching computers. So um, right now they're learning how to, how to send emails and how to attach PDFs and stuff. So we have a lot, a variety of technology resources. And just to clarify something, so patrons can actually check out a Wi-Fi hotspot and take it home for about a week or so? Yeah, yeah. So that's another one. They have to be 18. I can't say every single library in Delaware has them, but quite a few do. Um, and we do here at Georgetown, but you're going to have to um, put them on hold, which we can help you with because there is just such a demand for that resource. Tell us a little bit about your your meeting rooms, because I understand up on the second floor, you have meeting rooms of various sizes. Uh, tell us about that and how can they be utilized? So we do. We have a beautiful meeting space. It, it can hold 200 people standing room. So just to give an idea of how big it is, um, we also can, has movable walls, so we can section it off into smaller rooms. Um, if an outside group wanted to reserve that room, like let's say Indian River School District needs a large meeting space, we have a website and we have everything listed there, all of the policies and everything. And we do charge a small fee, but we have a reduced rate for nonprofits. In addition to that, we have other rooms that can be used. Like, so for example, I'm in our Delaware room right now. This can be rented out as a small conference room and it holds about 12 people. And it has, again, the, the speed for the Wi-Fi and free Wi-Fi and all of that. And then we have a bunch of um, small conference rooms or study rooms where you can have two to four people in a room together to do some some small small meeting or, or anything like that. Uh, if someone wants to utilize one, is it just a matter of contacting the library? Yes. So our website, um, georgetown.lib.de.us, has a page right there on the meeting room uh, about our meeting room. If you have any issues using that website, just give us a call or an email. Just call us here at the library and we would be happy to help. As far as the small conference rooms, the little ones that are individual, um, they're first come, first serve, and they don't cost anything. So you can just come and, and ask for a study room. And if one's available, we'll we'll let you right in. Well, I want to ask you now about some of the programs you offer there, because you said you have something almost every day. And if you look at the calendar on your on the Georgetown website, it is packed just about every day. So I want to ask you about some of that. I know one of the things that's really interesting is you have an intro to coding course that is, I think, is it after is it an after school course for for students for students or children? We do. We have just something going every day. And it's a big kudos to my team. They come up with some really great programs. And, and that, that one that you brought up, the intro to coding, it's actually for um, students K through 12, which seems like just an enormous range. But um, it's Mr. Scott who runs that. And what he does is he has, he has coding programs on you know, laptops that we can use to teach high-level coding for the high schoolers where you know, you're ex- running and executing programs. But then we have all the way down to some board games that teach just some basic elements of 
computer programming. So if this, then that in a board game form. So he can teach whoever shows up to coding. He can teach them some of the basic concepts to learn that, you know, essential skill. Everything's free. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I failed to mention that earlier. So uh, so that that's good to know. Um, yeah. You also have a a chess club, I understand. Yes, yes. Another one that um, no experience needed. Any age can come. Um, we call it an all ages chess club. So we've had we've had kindergartners that we've taught chess all the way up to we've had, had some senior citizens who have come and played the kindergartners. It's just a really great time to see all of the uh, the patrons coming together. And that's another one where you know we can teach just basics like. This is how the king moves and this is how the queen moves up to like, this is how to, and I don't know chess that well, but this is how to put yourself in the position to win and things like that. Now, your children's book club you also have now, is that for just for preschool students? So the children's book club that's going to meet on Mondays, that one um, is going to be kind of like a recent read where anyone who's, you know, whatever book you're reading, you can come and just get into a discussion about it and, and talk about themes that kind of span the um the book it doesn't matter you know what you're reading and then we do have preschool programs as well which I know you do have some you know pre-k groups in your school district and also siblings might want to come so we have Thursday we have a children's play group at 11 where they can just come and use um we're going to put out different toys like some will work on gross motor skills some will work on fine motor skills just playing together and socializing because I know a lot of kids really need that social time right now. And then we have Friday story time at 11. And then we have um, some Saturday programming as, a, as well for kids. So there's like a focus on, on the pre-K and younger group kind of during the day. And then we have some stuff for the after school for your, for your school age kids. Is there one program that also incorporates crafts into it uh, with, along with the story? That would be our Friday story time. So every time he, uh, every time we read a story, then there's a craft that's associated with the story. Whether it's you know we read a book about snowmen and then made our own little snowman, that type of thing. Now I think it bears mentioning at this point, if people want more information about the days and times, they just need to visit your website and look at the uh, event calendar. Correct. Correct. So there's a there's right in the center of our website. There's a feed of in real time of what's coming up each day. We also are on Facebook. We make a paper calendar, too. So all you have to do is come in that first time, pick up a calendar, and you'll know everything that's going on. Well, there's another program I have to ask you about. Um, what is chair yoga? Oh, that's a fun one. That's um, one of our two adult exercise programs. So chair yoga, we have these these hard wooden chairs um, so that if mobility is kind of an issue for um, adults, they can, they can sit in the chair. And it's just watching a video. We... You know, it's been going for years and it's it's one of our most popular. Um, and then you can sit in the chair so you're not having to get down on the ground and you can still do yoga moves and and follow along. And it is quite a workout. Plus, it's a good time to relax. So if a parent has dropped off their kids, maybe they want to come do some yoga. <laughs> and then Friday, we have free Pilates as well. Friday, um, so we have two adult exercise programs. Um, now, being a dog lover myself, I have to ask you about uh, Paul's for People, which I believe is the first and third Thursday of the month. What is that? That might be one of our staff favorites. So this is a program. It's through Paws. So they are the ones that organization 
trains and um, certifies therapy animals to be able to come to the libraries and kids can read to them. But we have dogs and a bunny that will come to the library, like you said, the first and third Thursday at four o'clock, and kids can pick out a book from the library and they get about five minutes to read to the animal. And while they're doing that, they can pet the animal, they can talk to the owner. And it's a really, a really good program for um, kids who might be a little bit nervous to read. So, you know, we've all been there where we didn't want to read out loud in front of the class. This is a good way to practice reading out loud in front of an animal who isn't going to judge you. And it's it helps build confidence for our young readers. Plus, if they come five times, they get a T-shirt. And I know there's another thing that I find interesting, and I believe this is the first Saturday of every month, uh, Starbucks and Storytime. Tell us about that program. Yes, that's another one that's really great. And that's that was the brainchild of the manager of the local Starbucks here in Georgetown, she brought the idea to us. And what it is, is they will come, Starbucks will send um, one or two representatives from their store and they will bring coffee for the adults and then either iced tea or hot chocolate, something for the kids to drink. Plus um, sometimes if we're lucky, little, little baked goods. And so they'll bring this nice little treat for the whole, the whole group that's there. And then we'll read a story and and do do an activity, whether it's a game or a craft or something after that. So it's just a nice way to relax and enjoy your Saturday um, at the library. So we really appreciate Starbucks for that. Do you also offer some type of summer reading program as well? This summer is all together now. That's the theme. And it's all about friendship and kindness. But so we we do ours program called Beanstack. Call the library or come in and we can give you more information. And so you can actually track your summer reading and your your children's summer reading online, like with your phone or with your computer. Or we still at Georgetown like to do the paper and pencil, too. So every time you read 15 minutes, you get to color a little animal character or, or something like that. For every five hours you read, you get entered into raffles for some really great prizes, actually. Like we've had gift certificates to Shall We Bounce and we've had, you know, gift certificates to Jungle Gyms and things like that. And it really encourages reading for the students. But what a lot of people don't know is it's for adults as well and teens. Like all ages can participate. And there's some really great prizes. Things like um, shorebirds tickets and a book for every kid who finishes at Georgetown. So it's a really great program to be a part of. And I would highlight there the, the cool parts of it, too, are the performers that we have all summer. So we've already booked a juggler. We've booked a bug man. We've booked, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Um, I think a play is going to be here at Georgetown. So just pretty much every week in the summer, we're going to have some special event. And we have a big summer reading kickoff party that we hold every year at Sand Hill Fields to start their, to start our summer reading program. And we're going to have a, we always have a movie and, you know, games and activities for the kids. We had a dunk tank this past June. And actually some of your Indian River School District teachers got in the dunk tank. So it's just always a fun time. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be a busy summer there. Uh, oh, yes. Coming up. Oh, yes. Uh, when we spoke earlier, um, you had mentioned possibly some future plans for the library, which could include something like a, a, a room for teens or something along those lines. How is what? What are your plans for that? For the teens, we're actually right down the road, of course, from Georgetown Middle. So after school from about 2.30 to 4, 
we are we are the place to be. So um, our hope is to build some kind of room that they can um, kind of call their own because we have a beautiful children's library, a beautiful adult section, and be lovely to have a place of their own. But sometimes it's not even about the place. So if that doesn't happen, we're going to turn our place into theirs for that time. So for example, we're Miss Ida has a movie every Tuesday and she lets the kids, the teens pick what movie they want to watch. There's always Uno being played here after school. So there's just a lot of things that um, we're really trying to make sure the library is a place that teens feel welcome as well. I want to talk to talk about your professional career for a minute. You are the president of the Delaware Library Association. Tell us about that, about that position and what that entails. So that one is a learning process for me. Delaware Library Association is a great organization. It connects workers in libraries and volunteers and just anyone who loves the library. It connects us all in the state. And we have different committees and divisions that represent different parts of the field of librarianship. So for example, there's a college and research libraries division there. So that encompasses like UD and Dell Tech. We have um, school library division that helps um, all of our school librarians who are just wonderful and, and a huge asset to the profession, public libraries, youth service. So it just really connects the entire state. So you can learn best practices from your colleagues across the state. Now, me being in it, I think was it's just been such a learning process for me, and I just can't take credit for anything that the Delaware Library Association does because it's just a huge team effort, and I just work with some really great people that I wouldn't have gotten to know, you know, just being here in Sussex. So it's a, been a really, a really fun time. Well, you shouldn't be too modest because <laughs> you were you were highlighted in the Delaware Business Times. I believe it was the uh, the December issue, which I think highlighted. I think the focus of that issue was women in business, and you were highlighted in there. There was a your photo and just a little write up. How did, how was it getting that recognition? That was a huge honor and such a a surprise. I think there were thirty three people, and it's just a really. Again, I'm just honored to be in that group of women, and I have some role models that were that were named and met some great people, and it's hard to put into words, I guess I could say, because it was such an honor, and I'm still just on cloud nine that, to be recognized like that, but I just, I think it highlights how, you know, people might not think of the library as a business, but in a way, we are. We have to, you know, get patronage. We have to circulate our items. We have to make sure that we're always marketing and trying to stay ahead of the curve, and and do the best we can. Is there anything else you want to share about the library before we wrap it up? I do. I just think that we've talked about some, some great things that the libraries are offering. I mean, Indian River School District is a great partner of the libraries because I think there are five of our libraries just within the district. Um, so I would just hope that everyone would check out their local library, whether it's Georgetown, South Coastal, Selbyville, Frankfurt, Millsboro. We're all just so happy to support the students and the caregivers and the the faculty. I did want to mention we do have a lot of um, resources for teachers, and I would want to make sure all your teachers know that if they need um, to beef up their classroom library or anything like that, we would love to work with them. Um, a big shout out to all the schools in, George in the Georgetown area because we have had some great partnerships with North Georgetown, Georgetown Elementary, the middle school, the high schools, Howard Tannis. It's just been a great experience to work with Indian River. 
And one more time, can you tell our listeners where they can go to get more information about the Georgetown Public Library? We're right down the road from Georgetown Middle. We're at 123 West Pine Street. And you can't miss us once you're on that road. So near the circle. Um, and then as far as online, we're georgetown.lib.de.us. Or if you have any questions, just give us a call at 302-856-7958. It's been a pleasure. And thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Mullen. I want to offer my sincere thanks to Rachel for sharing the details of the wonderful programs and resources offered by the Georgetown Public Library. IRSD Spotlight is produced by the Indian River School District. Episodes can be accessed through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and several other podcast platforms and mobile apps. Episodes and bonus content can also be accessed by visiting irsd.net and going to the podcast link under the Discover IRSD tab. To search for episodes on Facebook, use the hashtags IRSD Podcast and IRSD Spotlight. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon with more great news and information from the Indian River School District.